but I always the person that held back. But I could do that because I, you know, I would have just like females come up to you, just like feel your arm or like lift up your top and feel your, all that kind of stuff. Even when you're younger, right? Um, so when you're in shape, you don't need to be going and doing talking to a thousand people and and you know and maybe get ten from a thousand. You know, you didn't have to do all that work. You know, you do the work in the gym, do the work with your health, your you know your well being, and. It, you know, you, you're going to look good and you're going to feel good, not just in that aspect of life, in all aspects of life, but also you're going to have females come to yourself. And, you know, you lose 20 pounds and, and have a decent chest and a decent back. That's it. That's all you need. Welcome to the Max Theory Podcast. Okay, welcome, brothers, to today's live stream, next episode of the Max Fury Show. We've got a very, very special guest here today. Uh, we've got pro bodybuilder, elite athlete, Ryan John, ba Ryan John Baptiste. Um, a little background to how we met. Actually, Ryan actually helped me with my prep um, on my one and only competition <laughs> back in 20, 2019. It was oh, tough, was it but, you know... Yeah, it's a little while yeah. back. Yeah, I'm still rinsing yeah. those pictures today. <laughs> so Ryan helped me a lot. Um, it actually was recommended to me by one of the managers in my gym, actually, because um, you'd done a prep for Jermaine. And he was like, you got to go right. with this guy. Yes. And I was like, I just reached yeah. out. And yeah, one of the best, you know, one of the best decisions I made. I learned so much. And yeah, Ryan has competed at the top, top level you can get in bodybuilding. Um, you know, I'd say his physique's one of the top you know, 1% in the world, I'd say. We can get into that. Um, yeah, like elite level. So, you know, yeah. my group is full of guys, you know, we're trying to max out all areas of life. So fitness, uh, finances, uh, relationships as well. Like we're trying to get to that top level. So, you know, it's a pleasure to have you on board. So Ryan, can you just share with everyone your kind of history in terms of fitness, what got you into it and your kind of you know, your achievements and where you are today, basically? Yeah, so, I mean, I've always been in, like, maybe like yourself, I've always been involved in some kind of fitness, some kind of training. Like, growing up, going to school, I, was, I did every sport that, you know, they, they threw at you, I did. Um, so, you know, and then I, I went and did a bit of football, athletics, even cricket. So I was involved in a lot of sports. Um, and with the sports, you would do a bit of weight training, right? A bit of resistant training, weight training. So that was always there complementing the sports that I did but then when obviously you pick up certain injuries or you know you, you know you lose interest in a certain sport when that's all and gone there's only one thing left you know as you as you get a little bit older so in my 20s there was the, the gym the gym was always available um and the gym is always something that I've enjoyed I, you know I enjoyed the pump I remember being younger before I went out going out like to a club I remember just doing push-ups and using my my weights and in the room, you know, to get that pump. So I'm a bit of a pump chaser where, you know, when you have that pump, it just feels really good. So so from even from the age of 18, when I started training, it really kind of motivated me to stay in shape. And one day I was at home and I thought, so what can I do? You know, I feel, I feel you know, I've got, I've got a, a good genetics, good physique. And I thought, look, what can I do? So I remember Googling. Um, I remember typing in Google how to get on the front. Because I, I used to read the magazines and the Muscle and Fitness, right? And Flex. So I remember Googling how to get on the front cover of Muscle and Fitness. I remember actually Googling that. And up, and up popped a competition. So I thought, oh, this is interesting. So I read through it. And I was like, okay. You know, the winner of this category, fitness model category, 
you know, can get a feature, a spread in the in, in the magazine. So I thought, all right, let's give this a shout. I think it was like three months away. So I thought, I'm in decent shape now. Let me just carry on what I'm doing. I had no idea what I was doing. But all I knew is that I felt in good shape and I was in good shape. So I went to the competition and I did well and I got first place. And I basically got this spread in Muslim fitness from that. And from there on, I kept competing and competing and just building my way up the ladder um, to, 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 to this day where I'm an IFBB pro and been on the Olympia stage, well, qualified for Olympia twice. Didn't go this year, but because I had the injury, but you know, I've, I've been on stage amongst the best and that's what motivates me to stay in shape um, with the, obviously, the background of enjoying what I'm doing at the same time. Um, so that's where I am right now, and that's what's motivated me throughout the whole years. I'm, I'm 30, what am I, 36 now. So, you know, I've been, it's for me, it's uh, it's always been a long-term thing just because I enjoy it. You know, I, I enjoy the pump, I enjoy improving uh, myself. Amazing and interesting you, um, your, your origin into it. It's very similar to me. So I was into sports. I'd done football, rugby, basketball, all the sports in the world. And then after a certain age, for me, it was university. I kind of felt like I didn't know where the sports were going. And I always had a vision of what I wanted to look like when I was older. So it's like all that time, you know, training three, four, five times a week in teen sports, all, because all of a sudden became gym. So, yeah. um, and I think a lot of people who struggle probably ha don't have that. I'm not sure if you experienced that with some of your clients or people that you know, where they wasn't really into sports growing up and they're now trying to get into fitness. Do you find they find it a bit harder? Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, it's a whole new kind of realm that they're entering. So they haven't really got that that focus, that focus and like that discipline that you that you attain when you're obviously growing up and you're younger, right? So it's a, it's a whole learning process that they have to kind of um, find. So when I have clients like that, it does really, that's when my coaching comes into it. And just my own experience of, of, of knowing how to guide someone going through that process, because if you're new to something, you know, you're going to need that extra help, that extra bit of motivation, um, that extra bit of that tap on the shoulder saying, come on, let's do it. You know, this is what can happen if you stay consistent with anything that you do. And, you know, and then they have to be emotionally attached to that. You know, you have to be emotionally attached because if you just say you want it, but you're not emotionally attached to it, then you're going to maybe do it for a couple of weeks and then drop out. So you really have to have that burning sensation that burning goal that you really want you really want to achieve you know you know every day you wake up you know that's what you're thinking about you know um when you have that feeling it might take it might it might take one month it might take two months it might take half a year to get that kind of feeling but you just have to stick with it and that's the key you have to stick with it um people start something and and this is why i always say to my clients like i, I say to them look if, if you start this now, we can be here, but at this point in, um, you know, in X amount of time. Uh, but if you start and then stop before you see change, that's where it goes wrong. Okay. When people stop before they see change, that's, then they, you know, they just go around in circles. They, it's that change you need to see to, to, to then obviously it helps motivate yourself to then push forward. So, I just say to people, just wait until you see the change and then you're going to, you're going to love it. You know, you're going to love it. So anyone in this group watching, I would say like, 
persist with whatever you're doing you you know um and remember you see yourself every day so it, you know you might not you might not feel see that anything's changing but i guarantee if you're doing some if you're if you're sticking to some kind of plan or some kind of routine that's hard um then i'm sure they're going to be changed at some point for sure just have to stick with it yeah 100 would you say that's the reason why most people fail yeah because they they quit before anything happens like the impatient you need to be patient as well i mean people are so impatient that when 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 you want something right now because you're really excited about it but you're not seeing it happen then you're going to give up but you know you have to do the opposite you know you have to literally be the opposite you have to be patient you have to be really patient you might see it straight away that's a blessing but you might not so you have to be really patient and think to yourself look that person on that photo or whatever didn't just it didn't just happen you know they the amount of like sessions save like myself the amount of grueling grueling sessions that i've been through um some harder than others but either way i had to turn up i had to go to the gym where it was by myself or with other guys um it, it's just been part of my life and but it's a lot of hard work you know going to the gym there's a lot of hard work you know and training and spending time away from other things that you can be doing but for me that's a big part of myself so i look at it the other way i look at it as like <laughs> if i'm doing something else that's taking my time out of eating food or going to the gym you know so that's the way i kind of look at it because again you know if you don't look after yourself you might as well just say bye now you know <laughs> yeah for sure i mean that was i mean i had so much motivation to to succeed with fitness um it was a few things. Number one was, you know, women. Like, that was a huge driver for me. You know, I felt like I was always, yeah. like, the side, ugly side friend growing up. Yeah. The girls I wanted never went for me. They always went for my friends who were better looking, taller. And I thought I needed to level the playing field. That was a huge thing. And also, maximising my potential. I always imagined myself being a grown man, you know, having this kind of car, having this kind of muscle. That makes sense. Um, having mm. this amount of money. So that was just a big driver for me. So, you know, it wasn't ever a thing of, oh, I've got to train. But I feel for a lot of guys... Um, it's not really worth it for them. Um, you know, when they think about, oh, I've got, I can't eat this and I've got to do that and I've got to train all this time. Uh, so what was your, you know, I know you touched on earlier, but what was your real driver, would you say? What was the core well, that makes you do? Yeah, so my initial driver, if I go from before, was just feeling good and looking good. Like, I, I've always wanted not to be normal, you know? So, like, I don't want to walk down the street and just, like, oh, it's just a normal guy, you know? <laughs> I've always wanted to, like, oh, you know, oh, you train kind of thing, you know? Um, I mean, like, I'm just admitting it, that's like, when I actually think about it, that's, you know, like, okay, let me give you an example. So during lockdown, the first lockdown, um, I started training and it got very, I got very demotivated because of the stuff that I had at home. And I just, and it was summer, it was just, I was in the garage, it was too hot. I was just so demotivated, right? Um, so I started to like, put on my body composition started to change so I started to lose a little bit of like that probably a, a little bit of muscle and started to add on a little bit of body fat so I didn't feel good within myself um so when I would go to the sh pop to the shop very quickly as you in the first lockdown I just felt like just like a normal dude you know I thought you know it I can't this, this ain't you know I'm talking about 18 years of like feeling good you know and I thought to myself, nah, 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 this can't happen. This, this has got to change. And then obviously I injured myself, so that ruined it. But after that, like now, 
I am back. I'm back and I'm feeling a lot better about myself because I'm training. So initially when I started, when I grew up and I got into this, I always wanted the pump. I want to feel good, like I mentioned before. You've gone quiet. Hello? Uh, back. Sorry, yeah, someone tried okay, to Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Um, I always wanted to chase that pump and get that pump and look good before I went out. Yeah. Um, yeah and that was me a bit younger. But um, like now, because I'm putting the whole work, I can put on a nice, I would say like back in the day, it was the tops were a lot fitted. These days, uh, <laughs> these days, it's not as fit. It's just like, you know what I mean? Just a, a t-shirt to look like that you look like you train, right? Um, so having that back and feeling good and looking good, that's, you know, for me, that's that's what makes me and uh, I feel a lot more confident looking and feeling like that, uh, for sure. Because you, you see people look, you see people look, you know, and that gives you that confidence, you know, and it, and that's and the confidence is the big thing. That's the biggest thing. I'm not a person that's overconfident anyway, but it just gives me an inside feeling of yeah, okay, cool, I feel good, you know. Um, I would say I'm an introvert, like naturally, I'm an introvert, um, but I can put on that extrovert kind of personality sometimes, just because of that confidence that I get from looking the way I <laughs> the way I look, you know um and just feeling the way that you look you know that's that's important as well yeah for sure so happy you touched on that and i'm so happy you're on this because there's a lot of guys okay so there's a lot of guys in the group who are really into dating yeah so, so a lot of guys have grown up they've struggled hard and there's even yeah. guys which we call incels so involuntary celibates so they literally okay. can't get women yeah so, right, so right, right. and they and they pay a lot of money to coaches so instead of I would pay a fitness coach. I'd pay someone like you, but they'd rather yeah. pay a dating coach who will tell them to get confident. Uh, you need to go on the street and approach a thousand women. You do that for a year and then you have to deal with confidence. And then they look out of shape and they're yeah. dressing like crap. And nah, obviously, nah, nah, nah. And we don't, we saw it from another perspective. We saw what's going on. So yeah. what was your what was your results? Like, go back to the early days of you yeah. training, you're wearing the tattoos, you're going to the clubs. What what, yeah. what was that experience? Okay, you? so so I, I I've never... I always called, I don't, I don't know if you're into a bit of football, but some people might do, I don't know. But I was always a person that held back. Okay, so I called myself Makalele. So back in the day, that was a defensive midfielder that just swept up kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so I always used to hold back and just hold back. Like you had all the attackers attack and chat to these girls and, yeah, what's your number, blah, blah. I was never a person like that. But I knew I looked good. So what would, what would normally happen is that they would come to me. Okay. Um, I mean... I can't remember, maybe a few times I might have approached a few. I mean, my odds must, might, would have been a lot better if I did, like, go and attack, but that wasn't me. So, but if I did, I would have, that would have been a no-brainer. It would have been a lot easier. But I always the person that held back. But I could do that because, I, you know, I would have just, like, females come up to you, just, like, feel your arm or, like, lift up your top and feel your, all that kind of stuff, even when you're younger, right? Um so when you're in shape, you don't need to be going and doing talking to a thousand people and and you know and maybe get ten from a thousand. You know, you didn't have to do all that work. You know, you do the work in the gym, do the work with your health, your you know your well being, and 
it, you know, you, you're going to look good and you're going to feel good, not just in that aspect of life, but in all aspects of life, but also you're going to have females come to yourself. And, you know, you lose 20 pounds and, and have a decent chest and a decent back. That's it. That's all you need. You know, your face slims down as well. So your face will actually look better. You'll feel better. It's a no-brainer. And when you feel better, you're... You, you know, you're, um, you'll act better as well. You'll act better. So, and, and females will latch themselves onto that. Some females. Exactly. Yeah. I'm literally battling. I mean, I've taken a break. I've literally been battling with guys in Facebook for days, you know, saying looks don't matter. Because they, a lot of them have been brainwashed by, you know, a lot of these, you know, coaches right. who say looks don't matter. Yeah. I think for marketing. Initially, person, it does. 100%. Initially, it does. So that's all they can, that's all someone can see. All right, let's, let's, get it, let's get it for real, right? Like you're out in the club or you're walking around or first impressions count, as simple as that. Uh, first impressions count. If you feel confident within yourself, your personality will come across as well, a lot easier, a lot quicker. If you don't, you know, if, you, if you've got a great personality but you, um, you don't feel good about yourself, then it might take longer for your personality to come across because you're feeling nervous, you know, and that's not the real you. So, for me, it's a win-win if you go and you, you get your physique and your mind on point. It's a no-brainer, you know. Yes, you've got women that might not like people that are buff, but that's, I think, to be honest, most females that say that, it's just, in the back of their head, they love it. And, you know, but either way, the majority will like a person that, I mean, I'm not saying you have to be overly buff, just like decent, you know, 12% body fat, that's not crazy, 12, 30%, you know, that's decent, that's, that's, you can sustain that, you know, it's, that's sustainable. Um, and most females will like that, and they would, you know, they would, for me personally, if, this, if a female saw two guys, and it's just first attraction, first, you know, the initial um, appearance of someone, you're going to go with someone, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to go with someone that looks a little bit leaner, you know, simple as yeah yeah for, yeah for sure i yeah. totally agree um and i feel like you know obviously i think some of these coaches like they do have good stuff like in terms of strategies how to talk to women you know um and obviously you could probably improve your results in that particular aspect mm -hmm. uh, if you have those verbal skills and the charisma and that as well but you know i feel like you know you're you're leaving a lot of potential on the table if you don't work out if you don't kind of work yeah. on your you know your health as well yeah no definitely yeah uh, you know Yes, you you, you got to have the basic talk, I guess. You just first of all, you just got to be you, you know. Just got to be respectful. Um, you know, if you got if you know you're not going to please everyone anyway with your chat, whatever chat that is, whatever kind of what these coaches teach, everyone's different. All right, so someone might respond differently to a certain um, conversation that you you know. So you can't please everyone. So as long as you feel good, you look good. Then if they connect, if you connect, you connect. If you don't, you don't. Um, but you have got to give yourself that best chance. So as long as you're respectful and you look good, then you know you, you can speak to less females and get get more from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's guys that go as far as saying choosing signals don't exist. So what you describe in terms of a girl coming up to you, touching you, that's yeah. like choosing signals. It's obviously versus you know going out and they try yeah. and deny that it doesn't matter. And it's like oh, it's, it's, it's you sometimes scratch your head like what, what world are these people living in. I reckon it's the coaches trying to sell their programs, right? Because obviously right. there's guys who don't, you know, they don't want to put the work in. Like a lot of these so guys, what, are so, so, so how it is right now, I'm guessing obviously we've been locked down for nearly a year, right? So most of this dating stuff is online. Okay, mm. so 
if it's online, you can't re- like this personality stuff. You, you can't really most of the time you can't really convey properly through text messages or whatever. However, these dating apps work. So the first impression counts because okay, Tinder, what is it? You swipe left or right, whatever way it is. Yeah, you're doing this, you're doing that. So first of all, straight away, that's one bonus of looking decent, right? Um, I'm guessing most of the dating apps, there's a visual first. People are going to look at the visual. That's the first impression, the visual. Then obviously you're going to be messaging. Even now during lockdown, I mean, that means nothing, right? I mean, you can't really get that personality across. I guess you've got video calls as well, but it's still just not the same. So... To get in there, you need to you, you need to look good first of all. It's simple as that. Um, yeah, some people go for personality, but that's just, that's still after a while. You know, that that might be someone that you're working with in your own workplace or something. Um, but even these days, people are not working. People are working from home, so <laughs> it's going to work in your favour if you look half decent. You know. I mean, one thing I have observed, unfortunately, there are actually a few guys who actually go gym and actually look in pretty good shape, their physique, but the presentation is off. I like to, I, I describe it to like doing a bodybuilding competition where you don't know how to pose. Your mm. shorts are off, the tan is off. You know what I'm saying? Someone with a lesser physique yeah. might beat you because they know how to present it. And that's yeah. one thing that I found like, you know, it's like only half the journey. If you're talking about, obviously, if you're talking about feeling good, you know, and confidence, well, even, you know, if you're dressing poorly and you're getting bad responses, that can actually affect your confidence, depending if, even if you have got an eight-pack. You know what I'm saying? You speak to this, no one speaks to you. You know, you speak to this woman, she just, you know, brushes you off. But you still got to have the basics, I suppose, like basic hygiene, you know, dress, present yourself well. Because you, as you said, you talk about the tops you wear. That's fashion, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Showing yeah. off your physique. And that's one thing that I'm like, you know, okay, like if your goal is to make yourself improve your personal brand, you know, the gym, I mean, how, I mean, I say the gym is like, you're halfway there. Would you say? Or would you say it's more than that? Because I feel like you could be lean, just be lean and dress yeah. excellently, smell good, do your yeah. hair, and you could have as better results as someone who has potentially even as big as you, but presents it off. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, you definitely. It's definitely. Uh, I mean, fashion will definitely play a toll. I mean, because obviously, if uh, it's the winter now, right? Say. So, um, you're not really, you know, it's harder to see your physique. Um, so, yes, dress sense and having a little bit of guidance on that side does help, I would say. Uh, again, for first first impressions. So that would help. But you can still, you know, if you're 12% lean compared to someone that's 20, 20% lean, 20% body fat, okay, compared to someone that's 12% body fat, you can see it in the face as well. So... And again, people look at faces initially as well, right? The eyes, the face. Um, that's the attraction, first off. So face is important. So the gym, it's about 50-50, I would say. Um, you know, I, I, for me personally, I think a female would look at a male from top to bottom. So they'll look at the face and look down. Okay, so that would be probably the first thing that, will, that, that their eyes will do. They'll look straight ahead to their face and then they will look down and then back up again. So face, obviously get yourself in good shape and then look half decent in your attire at the same time. Um, so yes, it's all, they're both, they're both, they are both important for sure. 
Yeah. yeah, and I experienced this just before we were locked down again, going out in the cold, having to wear my jacket. It's like, oh, all this, all this chain, I can't even show off. Um, I definitely find having more fun in the clubs and online as well. Like, hopefully, you know, I could show off a little bit. Um, yeah. Okay, so so right, let's get into let's get into it. So, how do we look like you? Like, how how do we do it? Like, even me, like I'm still yeah, trying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it takes time, man. Like I said, I've been training since eighteen. Like weights since eighteen. Um, I mean, back then it was a bit off and on, but either way, I was introduced to the gym and just the how to lift weights properly. I remember going to, it was a gym in Edmonton at the time, back in the industrial states, and that's where I started training. And these guys were like, yeah, we train like this, we train like that. So that's where I kind of got the, you know, the old school, the old school uh, techniques and, and, and training sessions. So I've been training since 18, um, I'm now 36, so that says it all, you know, so... When I, I was probably around about 80 kg, around about 18, um, 18, 19. I'm now, I wouldn't say 100%, I wouldn't say I'm like lean, lean, but if I'm lean, I'm probably like 98 kg lean, yeah? So that's what, like 18, 20 kg of, of muscle mass. So it takes a long time, that's 18 years straight. So what I say to people is, like I said, you have to stay with it, but you have to enjoy it. So you have to you have to find a way to enjoy it. Um, and like I said, the best way to enjoy it is to start seeing progress. And to start seeing progress is to stay consistent. So it's once you get consistent, you'll start seeing progress, and that will drive you on to the next stage. And then you just it's just a keep. It's just an ongoing process. Um, and then before you know it, you're like you're you're, you're a gym rat. Um, and you, you know, you love eating, like you like selecting good foods, you like having a few cheat meals, but you know, you can still stay in shape because you know, you've got some, you, you've got that added muscle. When you've got added muscle in your physique, you can, you can just burn through things like that, you know, so you can have your treats as well at the same time. So when I knew that I could have treats and train and still have a decent physique, it just kept me going. I could keep going and going and going. Um, yeah. What's your what's your attitude and approach to like cheat meals and treats? Because obviously you got a, you got a family as well, a young family as well, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm sure, they must enjoy treats and going out and the family. So, how's, what's yeah. your approach? That how often do you have it, and how do you feel like? Because me personally, like I almost feel terrible these days. Like I mean, I'm trying to lean down, and like I have a treat, and I'm like, ah, oh, like did I really need to do that? So, what's your approach to it? Yeah, so like it has to be like whatever I do is has to be sustainable. So I think to myself, I don't want to overdo it. And I don't want to underdo it. I still like my treats. I like white chocolate, cookies. I like all that kind of stuff. Um, Nutella. So I will normally, I would throw it in during the weekend. Like, this is how I would work it. So normally Monday to Friday when I'm, I'm at home, I'm working, I've got a routine. I'm having my, I have my meals at certain times of the day. Uh, you know, I don't just have them because I need to have them. I actually, actually feel hungry because I've trained my body to feel hungry at those times, right? So I'm eating my meals and I really hardly have time or feel the urge to, to, to snack on rubbish or just to eat chocolate because I'm having my meals. I'm actually getting full by eating good meals. Yeah, so I don't have the urge. But when it comes to the weekend when I'm not working and things are a little bit uh, less, like no routine type thing, the routine doesn't exist, then I will eat whatever with the family here, like have a few bits and pieces here and there. 
But the good thing about here is that because I eat pretty well, the family eats well, so it's quite easy to have a dinner with what they're having. Like my kids will have, like today they had salmon um, and um, like roast, like a jacket potato, you know, roasted jacket potato with some veg. So that's clean, right? And it's tasty. Um, so I had that as well. So it's not too bad in the household. But on the weekend, I might have a Five Guys. I had the Five Guys last weekend and had one burger and I had some chocolate and I was good to go, you know. If you just minimise things like that, you, you, it won't have any toll on your body whatsoever. But if you continue to have it, say, Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday, then Friday, you might skip one day. But if you're having it five, six days a week, then it's going to add up definitely going to add up especially if you have a loss of it so if you just sit if you're one of those people that sometimes feel down and you sit on the sofa and you're just eating cookies after cookies after cookies or whatever that you like eating then that's going to take its toll and then you're going to go in this spiral so you need to snap out of it and start eating more of the good stuff so you can actually have more food but the good stuff and that which will fill you up to stop you having those urge to eat other foods um and you can minimize those by maybe just having it on the weekend like a saturday or a sunday and the and, and my thought process behind that is i look forward to it a lot more so if i get to like say thursday friday i'm having a bit of an urge i think you know i've only got one more day and i can i'm going to go out and have five guys or kfc or whatever a tacos um so if you minimize it it can work in your benefit because you're gonna look forward to it a lot more and you can then at the same time you know make more progress by eating better foods and you know eating less junk that's great advice so when you go to five guys you'll just get a burger you won't get the fries yeah so good shout i like the last two times i went to five guys like for me personally five guys their burgers are i that are amazing i can't like i've been to so many other joints yes other joints got like gourmet burgers are really nice but this one i don't know for some reason this is very juicy but anyway so normally i would like back like i would say like a couple years ago i would have the chips with it and um the the refill drinks whatever the topless bottomless drinks but recently i've just had burgers um just because i want to kind of clean up from the first lockdown obviously um just trying to clean it up a bit so when i go there i cuz five guys they like to give you so many chips so i think to myself you know what yeah, i can cut that out and just have the burger cuz i like the taste of the burger anyway so i'll just have the burger um I was thinking of doing two burgers the other day but I didn't it's just too expensive but anyway the bur- but the burger in itself is decent yes you get it's got yeah, and again you can choose and select what you want inside of it um so you can you know you remove the cheese it's a decent it's a decent and any sauces it's a decent um decent breakdown uh of macros So you have the bread, take off the cheese, take off the sauces, just have the vegetables. I know I didn't. I didn't, but you could you could do that to make it a lot cleaner. <laughs> but I I like if I've only had that once. I had five guys. That's the only kind of like bad meal I had last week. So, you know, it wouldn't really make a difference. Um don't feel guilty if you just having something once or twice a week. Hey, it's not going to do anything, you know. 
That's great advice. And I forgot to mention, obviously, you know, Ryan, you know, this is a serious, serious level bodybuilder in terms of obviously your cover, you've done you know, cover magazine models, you're a sponsored athlete as well. So yeah. we're talking top level, you know, almost 100K followers on Instagram. Um, so, you know, you have to present yourself. I mean, you can't slack ever, can you? Or like, what do you, what, how was your process? Like, did you just use old old content again? Or what? how did you cope? No, I sometimes, like, during lockdown, I did, like, sometimes I post up old content, but I do say this is not me now. <laughs> you know, I kind of, I'm very honest with what I with what I post. I don't say, oh, this is me now. I'm, you know, I keep 5% body fat shredded. I say to people, look, when I get myself into shape for a competition, this isn't sustainable, okay? Like, 3%, whatever, percent body fat is not, is not um, sustainable. But what it, what's sustainable is what I look like right now, which is about 12%, 13%. That's sustainable. And I've posted up photos of what I look like now, you know, um, and it's definitely sustainable to, to, to be in that shape. You know, you just have to create a routine. It's as simple as that. Once you create a routine that works for you, okay, whether it's a coach doing it for you or you, or you do it yourself, once you've created that and, and, and you know, created habits once you create those habits and create that routine and it works then that's all you have to do just stick with it um you might have a look you might have a little bit of trial and error at times but that's what it's all about that's how you learn you know when i train my clients i i don't know everything about them i know some things about them but i'm, I'm only gonna understand how their bodies work when i work with them for a couple of weeks then i can find out okay cool they respond to that well. They look like they're dropping body fat with these food sources or this calorie intake. And that's how you learn about yourself at the same time, you know? So you have to create that routine and find something that works for you and then you can maintain a decent look. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed your process in terms of, you know, the weekly check-in, sending you the pictures, sending the weight. And, you know, I've always felt like every week, you know, you were always, you know, giving me certain tail. And I literally just followed your plan. I always kind of felt, I wish I kind of slacked off to see what you would have done. I, I thought I would yeah. kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah, when yeah, you would have yeah. sat down with me and said, oh, you're slacking or would you have just been yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you've had that. Yeah. Because for me, yeah. like, I guess, you know, I was, I was very motivated for the competition, obviously, and the fear of, you know, being practically, well, not naked because wearing shorts, but, you know, that was enough of a driver to, you know, mm. don't mess up at all. I mean, there was times I was even using excess sources and, you know, and I'd get to the point my weight wasn't moving as it should. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, so I just wanted to, um, so, yeah, so, like, do you have to sit down with some clients and say, like, you're not up for it, you're not mentally, because I feel like fitness really weeds out, like, I don't want to sound bad, but, you know, those natural losers that kind of just don't achieve anything. I feel like fitness exposes that. A lot. I mean, would, would you agree? Yeah. Or what's your, no, what's no, your definitely? Yeah, it definitely um, it weans out the ones that don't really want it. Okay, uh, that think they want it at the beginning, but don't really want it. Uh, and you know, I've had clients that did really well, and still are doing really well on the plans that I'm giving them because they actually follow it. Um, and there's some people that don't follow it because something else came up or they're just not motivated enough. And in the end of the day, that person has to do it. I can only guide someone so far. So when I come across someone like that, I'm like, okay, but I'll sit them down, whether it's on the phone or through video at the moment. Uh, at the time, back in the day, obviously you could do it in, in person. 
but I, I find out, okay, cool, what's going on in your life, you know, what's happening? Because that's gonna, you know, every, you know, you do, there's a lot of things that happen outside bodybuilding or outside your actual plan, right? So what's happening? Tell me, be honest, like, be open. And once we get through that, then I can say, okay, so where, where are you at this moment in time? Like, honestly, be honest. So it's all about being really open and honest. And once you, once I kind of grab those answers, I think so, so look, if you're doing a competition, say, you have to be 110 in, or you might, we can wait for another time, you know? It, whether you're not motivated at the moment or you've got a lot of things are on, then don't do it. But if you're in a lifestyle thing, I said, look, okay, we can work around that, you know? So, okay, I know this program is so long, but it, it might take you a little bit longer. That's not a problem. Don't be disheartened about it, you know? Because that might be the case where they're not seeing progress. I say, okay, cool, but let's change this, let's change that. And you just have to be a little bit more patient with it. Because that could be just that, that little, you know, that little aspect could be the key to you really getting the best out of someone. You know, because some people think it happens straight away. It just depends on the individual, you know, um, on that person. But I will definitely sit them down and kind of make it an open conversation. Sometimes text just doesn't do it. You know, you have to really conversate as human beings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of guys watching this, you know, will be in that, you know, average physique body type. So skinny fat, basically. So, you know, not much, you know, rarely trained. Or they, they may be used to the, to the gym where they train. You oh, hello? Yeah, you can't have a little. Yeah, start again. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I was saying, so a lot of guys watching this will have that average body type. So maybe they might not be fat, but they'll have that skinny fat look, if that makes sense. So not much yeah. muscle um, and maybe a bit of a stomach, a bit of belly fat. And they want to look like you. You know what I'm saying, mm. and like, like even like all they they look at they look at me and they kind of see like, like number one they look at my physique and see it's like kind of unattainable. That like they might accuse me or they might think that I'm taking steroids or something like that. Mm. And I told them like honestly like you know it's been you know I started training in 2009 so what it's like coming up to 12 years or something. And the thing is that, I mean, even, I don't even want to say that to people because like, that's not very motivating. It says, well, you're going to do 12 years of hard training. You, you might look like me, but I mean, in reality is I started seeing my body change dramatically in one year to two years, right. but even that it's almost too much for some people to hear. Um, and I find, for example, cutting down, you can change your body dramatically in 12 weeks. If we're talking about fat loss, weight loss. So it's almost tempting to put everyone through a weight loss program to at least mm. see a change. And then, you know, but really yeah. they want to look big. They want to look jacked. They want the abs, mm. which obviously, yeah. so I wanted to know what's your kind of approach for your clients? Like, because, yeah. you know, you know, like imagine trying to coach someone through 12 months before they really start seeing results and feeling good. Are they yeah. really going to stick, stick that out? So what, what was you, what's your best approach for those kind of guys? Yeah, so like, just touching on what you mentioned about, um, like, like you saying you trained for twelve years and you, and it took you that long to get it. I say to people, yes, it took me that long to get to where I am right now. But I guarantee you, you'd look one hundred percent better if you looked like me a year into when I was training as well. Um, so that's what I always say. So look, yeah, I know I've been training for eighteen years, but me training one year in or even six months in when I was a little younger, I. I, I you would look really good looking like that now, you know? Um, I would say, like, especially if they're a beginner or they haven't done any weights for, for a long time, then you know, I say your body's going to respond really well, you know? So it's relative to what you look like, your starting look to what you'll look like in, say, 12 to 16 weeks, you know? Um, I said you're going to look a lot better. So don't compare yourself to me. Yeah, compare, compare yourself to your starting position. 
And when you see the transformation from your starting position, you and people see you and they give you comments, you're going to feel a lot better, and then you're going to continue. Um, so that's that's what I would say um, to someone because I, I I always say it's that beginner. So look, you're not you're not going to look like me in in um, say 16 weeks. It's taken me over 16 years, right? If that was the case, then I've done something wrong personally, <laughs> right? So, uh, you know, so I say, look, you, I'm going to be realistic with your goals. This is what we can achieve, yeah? Um, if you're, what do you say, skinny fat? If someone's skinny fat, they're likely, I likely put them on like a, a building program where they're still going to get leaner and change their body composition anyway because it's a whole new, you know, it's a whole new thing that they're doing to their body especially the workouts that i like to give people you know they're not easy so um their body's going to change from their starting position anyway so don't don't keep comparing yourself to to ig or people that you see in your gym compare yourself to you first okay and then as you go forward yes you can get other other guys and girls to keep you motivated because that's where you want to be but compare yourself to yourself first um, and use that as a driving force going forward. Yeah, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. And yeah, it's, if you could just encourage the guys to just just take, just follow the right plan, because I feel a lot of people are doing some bogus plans. Like I'm not sure about. I mean, I followed your method. I mean, your method when you gave me your plan was very similar to what I was doing. You know, yeah, kind of previously for the years. Uh, maybe yeah. you know, more reps and stuff, but you yeah. know, essentially. Uh, and I really appreciated the diet plan. Was very, you know, I felt like okay, this is a bodybuilding diet plan. I was having mm -hmm. a couple extra meals a day, spreading things out. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people are lost in terms of they're doing like full body workouts or athletic workouts, where it's like. I even spoke to one guy today. He's, he's doing two, like you know, he's and he's doing like, you know, the same like you know, one set of legs, one set of abs, one set of upper body, and then two hours elliptical every day. And I'm like, you know, right, right, the smarter right. ways, you know. And you're gonna, you know, yeah. with something like that hard, you know, you're probably not gonna see results, and you're, probably, you're definitely gonna give up. So you know, if you you know, if the guys just have a proper plan, there's things. There's so many, there's so many online. Like, but I think mm. maybe there's so much information, people get lost as well. Like yeah, people pick up a magazine and they're yeah. like confused and like this is expert and i always say to people just follow people that you want to look like like a lot of these people doing these articles they'll use a stock image like someone posted in the group this crazy metabolic burn workout and this like ripped black guy and then like the, the person who actually wrote it was some you know the body was less average if, if, if that and i was just like you need to really like like it's so hard like they can go on your instagram they can go on you know you know my youtube whatever or someone else and just follow what they say it's not hard i don't know why people no. No, because like that that person that you're likely to read, you know, the information from is like they're likely to give them your their own protocol, which is what I do, you know. So like, because that's the protocol that I know that works with myself and other clients. Yes, it might it may differ a little bit from client to client, but I mean, you know, it just yeah, like you said, follow someone that you that you get the attachment with, and then use them as a coach or you know get some information from them or whatever you know but yeah i understand there's a lot of content out there and can be overwhelming but honing on a couple maybe just one person and you know derive that information from them you know for sure um and yeah and another topic so this podcast we like to you know you know 
I like to just, you know, be as real as possible um, in terms of like money. Like even yesterday, I had like an entrepreneur, he was talking about, you know, from he was signing on at one stage and he went to, you know, sell his business. And and even had one guy previously, you know, he's all about, you know, his things, the whole gear, gear and steroids. And obviously that's become very popular in terms of YouTube. There's a lot of people and that's almost their niche of like recommending cycles. Um, and the reason obviously I'm motivated by you and even people like Simeon Panda, I know they'll say like, oh, he's definitely on gear, but he's, he claims like he's claims he's natural. And I, no, I actually want to believe it. Like, I don't care what other people think. I want to believe it. I think he is. I think he is. Yeah, mm. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, and that's one of my motivations a couple of years into it, you know, and, you know, the reason, you know, sometimes I'm not going to lie, it's, it's, you know, sometimes it crosses your mind like, oh, wow, what could I achieve if I did do that? But for me, I've always been scared about the health risks, you know, um, I even yeah. watched, there's, a, there's a guy more, more plates, more dates. I'm not sure you heard of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's done a video recently. Yeah, one teenager just done one cycle and you know had kidney disease or something like that. Uh, yeah, and even in the group, there's you know there's guys talking about you know they want to do it, and I, I don't mind like you can guys can talk about that. You know, I'm not the expert. I will direct them to. There's another guy in the group who I interviewed. He was talking about he done this and you know this happened and blood was going everywhere and this and that. Um, so what's, what would you say to someone who's like, oh right, I really want to look like you. Like, I want to, you know, what should I take? Like, what would you, what would your advice be to them? Like, in terms of the whole, you yeah. Know, so I, I get this, I get this like question all the time. Basically, I get a question all the time. Sometimes I even do consultation with it. But um, so like, uh, first of all, I derive the information from like, well, what do you want to do? First of all, you know, what is it that you actually want to do? Um, do you want to get on stage? Or is it just for a lifestyle? Obviously, I, want, I go by the age as well, how old they are how new they are to training so i put all those kind of aspects into play and then i work something out okay and then i say to them look you can do it if you want but i'm an, i'm not a person always that, that would never push it on them i'd always say look it's up to you uh, so if someone's like a, a beginner and wants to get somewhere quickly right that's most of the, that's most of the, the questions that i would get i want to do it now or get it right now you know blah blah i say no 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 hold tight don't just do it, just do whatever you do naturally, okay? Do it naturally, let your body, let, give your body a time to respond to a new stimulus, you know, which is the training and the, the food consumption. Let, you know, max that out first. Max that out first, and then if you then want to think about it, then you go and you, you can do something small. If you're gonna do that, start small. Don't just go large or get something off the internet that, you know, they're doing like, 300 grams or 3,000 grams or whatever you know take it easy go in slowly but you should don't I mean if you're young you're a teenager you shouldn't touch it even if you're in the 20s and you shouldn't touch it you know you should be at least five six years in and max out your your full potential before you even want to think about starting something um yes there are people out there that go go in on it some people I know that take it they just don't look any different you know um, so for me, it's, that's not, you know, you need to get the foundations right first and it's your, your food. If you're eating, if you're not eating properly and you're, you're semi-training okay and you're taking loads of stuff, you're not going to look good, okay? You need the food. The food will work with that stuff. If you're taking, you know, if you've got all three aspects, food, training and that, then you might do a lot better. But also you have one other thing, which is genetics. So there's there's loads of things that can work for one person more than the other. So I, that's, that's something that I would always say, um, you know, just be mindful for your genetics and make sure you're training hard and you're eating properly before you even think about 
that kind of stuff and um, because it can be unsafe for sure yeah for me that's pain that's like the bodybuilding version of hell as if you take all this stuff risk your health and you still don't get results or you still don't look great that's got to be horrible yes and, and most people are like that like i'm going to say most people are, that's that's what it is you know it, it's, so, that's the, that's what they they think oh yeah because i'm taking it I've got, i can i can back off on the food or i can you know or only train hard when i'm on that and then when as soon as they stop a cycle, they just go back to doing nothing. It's pointless. And and then because they're not looking good again, they then go back on it. And then that's where it goes wrong. And then they dose up because what happened when they finished that cycle? They, you know, after a few weeks, they 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 felt flat again. So they thought, okay, next time let's go up again. And that's where it goes wrong. And what what's happening? They just need to keep the same routine that they had when they were on cycle, when they were off cycle. Same food consumption, same training, but people want to turn into Superman and do all sorts when they're on it. And then when they come off it, it's like, yeah, yeah, so it's, you know, can't be arcs now. I'll wait until I'm back on again. Um, whereas it's, you know, you got, you have to be the same person on and off. And if that's, if that's your choice, you know? Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a slippery slope, you know. When you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it does sound like a slippery slope. Yeah, sure. it turns to Rich before before long end up. Yeah, know. exactly. I mean, personally, like and... even that size is not something that I would like to be anyway. Um, it, it can't be. I mean, I don't know any. Do you know any any? I'm gonna say seventy year old. Do you know any seventy year old that's three hundred pounds? Mm, no. Think about it. I can't think of anyone that's got to 70 years of age and still 300 pounds. Mm. If there is, it's very minimal, you know? So when you look at it like that, whether it's muscle or fat, it doesn't matter, it's weight. Yeah, when you're that heavy, it's just no point anyway. So being, if you look athletic or if you are athletic, around a 220 mark, 230 mark, that's decent, you know? Anything more than that is... You know, it can't be that good for the heart anyway. For uh, sure. For sure. Yeah, long term anyway. Yeah. Oh, I'm so upset. Time is flying by. Literally, I've barely <laughs> touched on lockdown. Um, okay, one more question for me. Then we're gonna yeah. take a couple questions from the group and then um okay. we'll kind of wrap up. Um so lockdown, like what's your advice to guys? Like, what have you been doing? What have you got available? Like, how what are we supposed to do right now? And also, you know, <laughs> what's the plan in terms of nutrition? Are we bulking? Are we, you know, trying to be mm. lean calisthenics? Like, what's what's you, what you advice <laughs> to your clients? It's I crazy. think, yeah, I think like depending on what equipment they got you, let, let's say the majority of only got resistant bands. Should we stick with that on average? Um Oh, unfortunately. I mean, I'd hope guys have at least a dumbbell or a couple of dumbbells. <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't got a dumbbell, but if you... Okay, oh, really? So, yeah, oh, yeah. But luckily I've got access to somewhere. But, um, yeah, but if you haven't got... Okay, let's say you've got a few little things, okay? A few little dumbbells and, you know, resistant bands and a pull-up bar that you can attach to your door. Um, okay, you've got a few things. First of all, you need to set, say to yourself, okay, cool. I'm probably not going to build a hell of a lot of muscle right now, okay? But what I can do is maintain what I've got and not lose it. That's the first thing, all right? So that's what you have to say to yourself. If you do gain or look better, then that's, in terms of building muscle, then that's a bonus. Um, 
but you can like say if you, you know you want to get leaner you can definitely do that you can definitely if you're looking to do a, a leaning process a leaning you know you can definitely go from 16 percent body fat or whatever it is down to you can you can definitely drop four percent if you wanted to through food cardio and weights you can do that all at home you know wherever you run on the spot do a few hit circuits and with some weights or go for a walk every day go for a jog every day wh whatever you want to do having some kind of output you can definitely burn body fat but in terms of like muscle wise you can definitely maintain pull-ups barbell curls push-ups you can definitely maintain but you have to have the food on point okay the food is the critical part i say to my clients food is 70 to 90 percent of the, your goal depending on where you are so if it's 70 to 90 percent that's that's you know, that shows you how much priority you need to shift onto the food especially during a lockdown where you haven't got much equipment okay so you have to be on point with your food maybe on maybe have less carbs than you normally have when you're going to the gym or if your output is lower definitely lower your carbs but maintain your protein consumption um, because what you want to do is maintain as much muscle tissue as possible um, have a certain amount of fats there don't remove your fats fats is important for staying lean for even building muscle is very important you know the monosaturates is very important so having your macros in place you know or having your meals however you want to kind of look at it having that clean and still in place will help maintain during this period now hopefully we'll be out in march april if it's people watching from the uk hopefully um so from now till then it's still what three months well that two three months right so you can still do a lot of you can still get a lot of progress if you're looking to get lean but you can still maintain what you've got so when you get back into the gym you're ready to take that next phase you know especially if you've achieved what you've achieved in phase in in, in at home phase when you go to the gym you can do a lot more you know no, that's a that's a great answer. And even personally, my approach because my first lockdown, similar to you, like the body composition was off. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the worst nightmare of losing muscle and gaining fat. I didn't have much equipment available. Um, I literally this one I prepared. I got some more equipment, so I've got about I've got about I could put about fifty kilos on one dumbbell. Um, I could split the dumbbells to about thirty-seven point five, and I got a bench. So leg day is still not the best, but you know I've got enough to keep me going. And if my diet's on point as well. It definitely helps and that's what i would advise for most guys as well like don't wait like you know if the nutrition's on point um you know number one you can get lean right now you can get ripped and if you if your body's untrained and now you're doing press-ups and all this stuff and pull-ups like you're gonna get results yeah it might be different if you know if you've been training for years and years with heavy weights and you know full stacking machines and doing extra plates but uh, for the average guy they can it's not an excuse would no. you agree 100 uh, agree i mean you do it you do you do some pull-ups especially pull-ups you get a pull-up bar you can definitely keep a good back and good rear delts. Um, look, many people can't do pull-ups anyways because, because for a reason, because it's hard. You do pull-ups and 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 maybe like decline push-ups. Um, you, you can do a lot of damage. You know, you, you know, even if you've got a couple dumbbells, you can do floor presses. You know, you can do you can do floor presses and just maybe obviously higher reps. And like you said, because they might not be as experienced or as you know as of long in the gym. They definitely, they def their body might even respond to it, you know, because it's something different. It's a different stimulus as well. So their body might actually change.
For sure. Have you got time for a couple of questions? I know we're... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Awesome. Okay, yeah, Deshaun, I mean, we basically really touched on it. He was just like, what's the best body weight workouts to do at home to continue to build muscles? Mm. And how do you increase volume without heavy weights that you don't have access to, like, when you're in the gym? I think you touched on that. You talked about push-ups. Yeah, uh, so, like... High yeah, so, yeah, so, like, even with, like, pull-ups and push-ups and dips off the steps or stairs... Um, what I would tend to do is like change the tempo. So make it a lot slower. So every rep will be maybe like three seconds down, three seconds up. Say if I'm doing a push up, yeah? Three seconds down, three seconds up. I mean, I'm not expecting anyone to do it with a pull up, but dips, again, slow it down. Maybe isometric holds as well. People forget about training methods like that. You know, holding a certain position, that's hard. Yeah, your body, it, it, it's a contraction for a reason. The but the muscle is under tension. So however you want to think about it, it's under tension. So it's gonna it's gonna break down the fibers and it's gonna grow. So in times like this, these are the methods and techniques that we can be using and utilizing. And like I mentioned, it's it, it's a change. So the body might even adapt. You know, make changes um, with it. So tempo changes, holds, higher reps um yeah utilize those you know those different techniques for sure oh amazing i never thought about holds really that's never really been yeah you could like say if you're doing i don't know 20 reps on push-ups every five reps so when you get to number so say if you do slow one two get to five really slow hold for five seconds on the fifth rep and then go once you've done that go six Seven. And once you get to ten, hold for five. You do that up to twenty reps, you're done. You're mm. finished. Yeah, you could do four sets of that. And um, I tell you now, your the chest will be pumped, your front deltoids will be pumped, your triceps will be pumped, and even your biceps might be pumped as well. So you know, you, you, I guarantee you, you change things up. Just make it hard, and you're massive, massive difference. For sure. Another question: um, What's the fastest way to build massive arms? And um, yeah, basically, an exercise to do. What's the fastest way to? But I mean, I've never really been a person that trains. I don't actually do arm days. Like, very, very, like, not that often at all. Um, I've done a mixture of heavy weights and high volume. For me personally, high volume works because works more long term. Reason why is because you go heavy for too long with your elbows. You, you're gonna start to feel it, feel it after a while. So if you want if you want them to get big over time, which they will, and stay injury free, then I would say go high volume. Like I'm not saying like 50 reps, like 15, 20 reps, high volume reps. Um, you know, it's a small muscle group, so it doesn't need that crazy amount. You know, and you've got to remember as well, you're you're still using them when you're doing chest and back movements, your triceps and your and your biceps. So, um, you know, you haven't got to go crazy heavy with them. Just get a lot of blood into them. Yeah, now and again you can go heavy, but I would say predominantly go a little bit lighter, but still very hard, you know, 15, 20 reps, still a hard session. 
Yeah. For sure. Just to elaborate on that, yeah, I feel like, you know, the main thing is for people to have a well-rounded program to train their whole body because yeah. they feel like they only want to train, you know, a lot of guys only want to train the parts that they see or like abs. I'm just going to oh, do abs. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the most annoying one to hear, but it's just yeah. like, well, obviously people are just confused. They go on YouTube, you know, they'll see all these ab workouts and mm. realise that, you know, just, you know, you're probably, you're way better off to train your whole body, eating yeah. right. That will just happen almost you know, without an ab day even. Exactly. No, exactly. And some bodies, you might be genetically gifted in certain body parts where you don't even have to train it, you know? Um, so don't always just say, oh, you have to do every body part every week. Sometimes you might have to skip, uh, you know, a muscle group just because you might be a bit more dominant genetically in that area, you know? For sure. Um, and last question. I can't actually get the person's name, unfortunately, because of StreamYard. Um, doing a last cast attempt. Okay, Chase asks, Chase Lewis asks, uh, what's a great bodybuilding workout routine for a guy just starting out? My state has been out of lockdown since last summer and I have access to an old school gym. Lucky you. Mm. I'm jealous. So beginner, <laughs> so what was that, a beginner? Uh, beginner body bodybuilding workout routine. Okay, cool. So they've only just started, so they've got, I would say maybe like, go at three to four times a week to start off with. Um, and you could split it like back and biceps or back and triceps. Then you could go chest and triceps. Um, and you then obviously you could do legs as a fourth one. And then you can go like abs and shoulders or something on the fourth session. Um, and just split it like that. I know a lot of people can go push, pull legs, but that might be quite a lot of demand on, on, on certain areas. But I mean, there's no right or wrong. There's definitely no right or wrong. Um, I've always mainly done a muscle group split. So I normally just train back. And I've done that since I, I started as well. Um, and it's worked for myself. But the main thing is don't overdo it. That's the main thing. Don't overdo it. Don't go like, I need to go every day. You know, I need to train every day because I'm a beginner and I want to get to look like this. Because what's going to happen? You're going to burn out. You might even become ill and it'll just put you off. So take your time, go three, four times a week and just build it up. I mean, I, mean, I never train. I, my average, I averagely train five days a week. Um, you know, I don't like, when I get to six, I start to feel a bit achy. So five days is normally good for me. Uh, and that's me training for years, right? So, you know, don't, oh, you don't have to overdo it. Remember the body only grows and changes when you actually rest um, and obviously consume food. So just be just more is not always better amazing amazing fast fantastic advice from a pro from the pro himself uh ryan where can uh people you know reach out for you for help or you know to yeah man if need be yeah my main social media i mean my instagram obviously my name ryan john baptiste and um obviously i'm putting about one video two one or two videos a week on my youtube at the moment um, on my workouts, I'm actually just filming my own workouts and doing voiceovers and like what I typically do, reps and sets and exercises. So you can watch all my videos now on YouTube. Again, that's the same, my name, Ryan John Baptiste. Amazing, yeah, I went through all your videos on that, on the, on the run up to that prep and during that prep, that helped yeah, me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, okay, so I'm gonna link, put those in the description. Uh, so Ryan, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge of, of us and the brothers. Uh, it was a pleasure. Would love to do this again. You know, literally, I've got yeah. probably another twenty questions. <laughs> yeah, no, just let me know. <laughs> Lined up. Yeah, just let me know. I don't mind. I mean, you could 
every month, whatever, you know, I don't mind, you know. It's always oh, good. To, I like to help others and I like talking about it because it's obviously my passion. So, and any questions that come across, it, it challenges me and it kind of just, it brings back memories as well, you know, so I don't mind talking about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'd love to get you in the group. Are you, do you use Facebook or just pure Instagram mainly? No, no, Facebook. I've got um, a Facebook group as well. And um, okay. I use Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's yeah. pretty good. People underestimate Facebook. I'm loving Facebook right now. I used to hate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like better social life on Facebook than real no, life. No, no, it is. Uh, it is, definitely. definitely. <laughs> like, yeah. What's everyone up to today? Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, Ryan, thank you so much. And guys, I hope you really enjoyed this one. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess I'll catch you all on the next one.